Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. We're going to continue our study in Acts chapter 16. And if you'll remember yesterday, we left off where uh, Paul and Silas were beaten with rods, uh, with many stripes, the Bible says, and they put in the uh, inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. Uh, the inner prison would mean that they are down in the in the depths of this prison. In many cases, in, in places like this, and they're in the place called Philippi, uh, they would have uh, graded floors all the way up above each level would be would, would you know it would be multiple levels and they have prisoners on every one and they'd have graded floors and, and literally the human waste from the prisoners above would fall down on those beneath and so you could imagine the inner prison being the most bottom uh, level would be quite um, well it'd be just quite challenging if, as you can imagine. And so not just uh, being beaten, but also being in a place like that uh, would, be, would be very, very difficult. So in verse 25, let's pick it up. It says, But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Notice that in the midst of all of this uh, very incredible circumstance, beaten uh, and then put in the innermost part of this thing, that they were singing and notice that the, the the other people were listening. Friend, when you and I go through difficulty and the world around us sees it, the people we work with, the people that we uh, live next door to, the people that, that know our children and the people we interact with on a, on a daily basis, they're watching from a distance, but they are paying attention to how we respond and how we react to certain things that happen in our own situation. And so the prisoners were listening. And then suddenly the Bible says in verse 26, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. Notice that as Paul and Silas begin to pray and sing, that the earthquake happened and everybody was set free. I believe that when you and I can literally lift our voices and lift our hearts and lift our eyes in the midst of difficulty, that what we do is position ourselves to be a catalyst for breakthrough in the lives of other people. The Bible says we overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so when our testimony speaks so loudly that our trust is in God, irregardless of the circumstance, it literally causes us to be world changers. So everyone's chains were loosed. In verse 27 it says, And the keeper of the prison awakened from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called out, verse 28, in a loud voice saying, Do, not, do yourself no harm, for we are all here. We are all here. So even the prisoners that were listening, even the prisoners that were there because they were guilty, even the ones that were there uh, knowing that, man, all they wanted to do was get out of there. But when they heard these men singing in the midst of their situation, because most of these guys, remember, are on the upper upper level. So they're not sitting and, and, and being uh, surrounded by all the filth that, that these guys were, Paul and Silas. So when they see them in this even more horrific situation, uh, they hear them singing, hear them praising God, and see the result. They're not going anywhere because they had already been outside the prison and, and knew that they were never truly free. And what they wanted were these men who were in prison but were already free. And so they were all there. 
and uh, and then he called for a light. The the prison the the prison keeper called for a light, ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, "Sirs, what must I do to be saved?" Now get a picture here. They're free. The the chains have fallen away. Their feet are loose from the stocks. They're in squalid uh, environment there. And everybody could have run, but nobody did. See, sometimes the miracle God does is not just for us. If, if, If Paul and Silas would have run out of that prison, they could have made the circuit to all the major churches. They could have told everybody how, you know, God loved them, how they sang a song, how the prison came down. They would probably even written a book. It could have been a movie. They could have gone on Oprah. They could have told everybody, listen, if you're going to be a Christian and if you're going to be somebody that, that is going to do the right thing, then when you get in prison, when things happen to you, man, you sing a song, you turn your heart to God, you get your eyes on him, and God will move for you. But, you know, they didn't do that. Because Paul recognized by the Spirit of God. Remember how he got there. He got to Macedonia because a man in a vision said, come and help us. He was already on assignment. He was already there for other people. And when that prison opened up, they recognized. He recognized an opportunity. This isn't for us. This is for someone else. And so here this man is about to get saved. He was going to kill himself. Now he's going to receive Christ because Paul didn't just consume all of that miracle on himself. And he said, what must I do to be saved? And he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. And then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and his family were baptized. And now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them. And he rejoiced, having believed in God with all of his house. Friend, this is an amazing, amazing story. And again, I can't overemphasize enough that Paul had the wherewithal to recognize that there was something bigger going on than his situation. So God moves sometimes for us, not so that we can go brag about how God moved for us, but to be sensitive about what this miracle really represents. And, and I could imagine that not just in the jailer's life, but every single prisoner in that prison had a recognition of the power of God and the mercy and the grace of God. And I'm telling you, they themselves, if the, if the story were to be told, probably all gave their hearts to Jesus that day. And so this is an amazing thing. So the freedom God gives is in spite of the circumstances. The miracle God does is not always for us. The circumstances that we face are not insurmountable to God. And so we see that this is just a a, a wonderful example of how we are to respond. Now, remember, there are times when Paul is beaten and put in prison that the the thing doesn't fall apart and, and, and something like this doesn't happen. And so there's certain situations in your life that may take longer to get through than others. But the, but the, the, the recipe here, the, 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 the steps that we do here, not that, not that I want to make this a, a formula, and that's not what I mean here, but learning from Paul's example here, I can guarantee you every time he gets thrown in prison, he does the same thing. It doesn't always end the same way, but God always is glorified and the circumstance always bows its knee. And so here we see that they resist the circumstance by the word of the Lord. They resist the, the discouragement by stirring themselves up in the, in the goodness of God. And then God moves and other people benefit as well as them. 
What a powerful story. Friend, in your life today, just recognize God wants to move for you. He loves you. But beyond you, he wants to move in other people's lives that don't yet know him. And he will use your miracle to reach into their heart. And they are going through the same situations. Maybe they're feeling just the way Paul and Silas must have felt in the, in the belly of this prison. Circumstances that seem so unfair. Can you imagine Silas in the dark of that night leaning forward and saying, Paul, tell me one more time about this vision that you had, about this dream to go to Macedonia. Because, you know, right now it's not looking like that. See, sometimes when God sends us someplace, it doesn't look like God's in it because it's hard. But guess what? God's not afraid of difficult. That's why he sent you there. That's why he sent me there. He wants you to know that he is the answer in every situation. And the freedom he provides is freedom that will be with you even when you're in the midst of a very dark time in life. Amen. So encourage your heart today and encourage those around you that God is faithful. Well, friend, thank you for your time today. Uh, I pray you have a great weekend. I hope to see you at one of our five weekend services uh, beginning Saturday night. And uh, I'll be right back here Monday morning on the podcast. So God bless you and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.